Welcome to a brand new episode of the Business Coaching for Artists podcast with me, your host, Susanna. I'm a vocalist and top-line writer from the Netherlands with over 16 years experience in the music industry and the past couple years it has become my mission to help talented artists follow their purpose in life and build a sustainable music business that fits their values and the career and the lifestyle they envision. All right, it's good to be back here with you guys, talking to you guys. I just came back from a three-week holiday in Italy. And it's been years since I took this much time off in a row, since I went on a holiday this long. When I was a child, we used to go on long summer holidays every summer, like three, sometimes even four weeks with my family, my mom and dad and my brother, basically road tripping through Europe, the south of Europe, from campsite to campsite, sleeping in in a tent. And those are still some of the best childhood memories that I have. And I'm so grateful and thankful for my parents that they took us from my brother and me from when we were little on these adventurous camping trips, like exploring the south of Europe, not really knowing where we would end up and just moving from one place to the next. I love that and I still love that now. But, you know, as a grown-up, especially an ambitious grown-up working on my career... I just didn't give myself the time to really take such long holidays. But I really had this desire growing in me. Like, I want to go on a camping trip with my boyfriend, who is half Italian. So it totally made sense for us to go to Italy. And I set an intention for myself. This is going to be a proper holiday. I mean, I took vacations before. I went on holidays before. I think the longest was probably like two weeks, which isn't bad either, (laughs) like 10 days to two weeks in a row. But I would always bring my laptop and still work a little bit here and there. But this time I really wanted like three full weeks where I wouldn't have to think about anything. So I wrapped up as much work as possible before our holiday. I turned on my out-of-office replies and I actually wrote in the office reply, like, only for urgent matters that cannot wait until, what was it? After the 4th of July, we came back on the 1st of July. So only for urgent things that cannot wait until after I'm back from my holiday, you can contact Jan, uh, who was, was going to keep an eye on my inbox. And then I would, I, I told Jan, you know, let me know, if, only let me know if there's something that's really, really urgent. I basically put him in charge of guarding my door <laughs> and if there was an email sent to him 
that he I would leave it up to him to decide if it was necessary basically to disturb me between brackets on my holiday so I that was my intention I want through a, a proper holiday this time and I actually think that out of officer reply helped because no one really reached out to him and it also sh- shows me that a lot of the things that we feel are urgent usually are not like if there was a, a request for like a uh, an event happening like right after I come back from my holiday like that would be considered urgent enough for me to pick it up on my holiday but let's face it most things most things can actually wait a few weeks what is three weeks even on a life you know what's three weeks in a year so that was amazing I got to have my three weeks off was a very active holiday like we went to three different campsites we were actually planning to go to Rome but there was a heat wave or something it was much hotter in Italy when we were there than what I had researched beforehand <laughs> I looked up like average temperatures in Italy for June and it was it said like 21 to 25 degrees well most of our holiday it was more like 30 <laughs> degrees and a few days before we intended to go to rome i saw that it would be even hotter there like 33 to 37 degrees so i i told marcelo look um i don't think that's the right temperature to be visiting a city I don't imagine myself, I can't imagine going to visit the Colosseum in such heat. And he agreed with me, so we basically changed our plan and went to the Garda Lake instead. And I'm happy I did so, because one of you guys actually reached out to me on Instagram, who saw my story, and said, you know, I'm in Rome right now, and it was 40 degrees today, so we made the right decision. But yeah... Coming back to the podcast episode, I had an amazing holiday and I got so much inspiration there. Just that just showed me how important it is to step back sometimes from the daily grind and create space for new ideas and inspiration. And ideas would pop up in my head like just making dinner or hiking or swimming or whatever you know when your mind is not busy I think it's easier for the ideas and inspiration to flow through us so that was a really great feeling and I managed to really detach from everything for three weeks so yeah I'm back (laughs) totally renewed energy and inspiration so if I can highly recommend it. If you have the opportunity to take like three weeks, maybe even longer, completely off, like once a year, then I can highly, highly recommend that. Now, so yeah, I decided, okay, I'm going to get back into recording podcasts. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, you probably know that I announced at one point that I was going to have a new podcast episode up every two weeks. 
I made that pledge at the beginning of the year. Well, did I fail that plan? I think the last episode is from probably end of March, beginning of April. And I was actually yesterday looking at a graph from my podcast distributor, Buzzsprout, that shows me the, basically that shows the development of the amount of listeners, the amount of plays the podcast receives through time. And I could see in the graph, there were some clear high highs and lows. Obviously, not surprisingly, the lows represented the months that I didn't upload any new episodes and I haven't been promoting the podcast. I could really see that during those months that I wasn't doing those things, the play count was much lower. And when I looked at it and saw that, I realized, wow, this is not just a reflection of my podcast streams, but of my visibility in general. Going up and down. (laughs) Whether it's for my own music business, like my own music, myself as an artist or BCFA, the business coaching for artists. I feel like the past couple years, I've had quite a few periods where I was off the radar. I wouldn't say I fell off the radar, like it was more intentional. I was off the radar. And by that, I mean just going through periods where I put my visibility and my promotion and marketing efforts on hold. And I was actually about to post some like, I am back, where have I been content, or even record a podcast called something like, um, where have I been or something like that. But it dawned on me that I have actually done that quite a few times in recent years. So apparently, as I've already established, but it made me realize it even more, apparently there are periods where I'm kind of just not working on my visibility. I'm not recording podcasts. I'm not really posting that much on social media. And it's not because I'm lazy or not doing anything in those months. It's not like I'm just, you know, sitting in the garden all day tanning or something. I do usually have a valid reason for it, like valid between brackets. I saw in the graph a clear low in the second half of 2021. During those months, like September through December last year, I was more focused on my own music, on my music business instead of my coaching business, the BCFA. And I, during those that period, had a new release almost every month. And then, of course, all the promotion stuff around it. I even had my first release as an independent artist, which was quite a bit of work as well, in sense of preparation and promotion and figuring everything out. And then at the beginning of this year, so after December, I was creating podcasts again. And I could see that in the graph. The plays were going up. 
They were up, going up quite a bit actually. But then there was another low starting March, end of March, through starting at, at, at the end of March until now, basically. And also that I can explain, you know, I immediately knew that is because I was consumed from the end of March with the development of the first edition of my new online career building program, The Journey. And I had seven talented artists joining me, but I and I created the contents as we went seven, eight, eight talented artists joining me. And I was actually creating the contents as we went through the program. Meaning I was finishing one module a week and also doing live group coach calls with the participants, with the students every other week, which quite frankly didn't leave me that much time for anything else. And not surprisingly, those periods that I just described are exactly the months that the graph is going down. Now, of course, sometimes we are more in product development mode, basically writing and recording music, and in my case, also creating a new online program the past couple months, instead of being in visibility mode where we're focused on promoting ourselves and creating content and using social media and the internet to do so. And But the fact of the matter is, And I knew this already, but seeing the graph was a great visual reminder. And I don't know, you probably don't want to hear this, but the key to successfully marketing yourself and your music business, but especially growing online and building that loyal fan or client base requires consistent visibility. It's so simple, really. You know, what we focus on expands. And it makes total sense that if we're not showing up, if we're not showing up consistently, our visibility and therefore also our growth, our online growth is going to stall. It's going to deteriorate. (laughs) It's going to go down. And yet, while it's so simple, a lot of us, including me, as is becoming obvious, (laughs) as you can see, struggle with being consistent on social media. And I was thinking, okay, for myself, like, what is the reason? Why do I find it challenging to be consistent on social media? And for me, it's that it's, I kind of have a hard time focusing because I have multiple passions and businesses. And When I'm already creating, like in product development mode, I'm already working on music, I'm already creating a course and things like that, then it already takes up quite of my creative fuel, if that makes sense. And then of course, or of course, I I always say like I'm a recovering perfectionist and I still have a tendency to take very long on something and overthink things and that can also be a barrier to actually being consistent with anything not just social media and also just not putting it in my schedule I should be putting it in my schedule like every Monday morning content creation 
or like every Monday morning and every Thursday afternoon content creation. But another reason, maybe that's applicable to you, and I see that a lot with artists, can be fear of being visible. Like, actual fear of being visible. You know, what will people think? I, or, you know, I'm shy, I don't like to be on camera, I don't know what to say, I have a strange voice, I don't look good enough, I'm not young enough, I'm not cool enough, I'm not whatever enough. But if that's you, let me ask you, do you really want to keep yourself small and miss out on living your purpose and miss out on some amazing experiences that you would open yourself up to if you would be able to grow and build a fan base? Do you really want to sacrifice that by keeping yourself small just because of what some stranger on the internet may think or say? And run the risk of regretting things further down the road, like a few years from now, you're like, oh my God, why didn't I start? Just start back then. Why did I let fear of what people think hold me back? What people might think hold me back. Another reason can be not knowing really what to post or basically giving up too soon if too soon if you don't really see the results right away. That there I would say, you know, do your research. Look at what other artists are doing. Join the journey where my course, join my online program, which there will be a new round, uh, a new, what's the word? Yeah, a new edition, a new round of the course starting in the fall of this year. In the journey, you will learn, like, what are the latest trends? How can I, what are the best strategies How can I have more impact in less time? Because I understand that it can be frustrating for if you're posting online all the time and nothing is really happening. But the problem may be that you're not using the strategies and the type of content that currently will help you to increase increase your visibility. Like, for example, regular posts on Instagram nowadays, if you just post a picture on your own feed... It will only be shown to mainly to your existing followers. But if you really want to grow, you need to be to have your content be seen by new people as well. Otherwise, you're just putting all this effort, like maybe posting something every day. But if you're not using, for example, hashtags, if you're not leveraging reels, if you're not use, creating shareable content, content that people like to share, if you're not entertaining people, then you may not be growing. And yeah, then it's a waste of your time, obviously. And that's another reason that I, I've seen or that are, why artists find it difficult to show up on social media and be consistent. Lack of time. But let's face it, you know, how much time do you spend, like, consuming social media, for example? Try limiting your consumption of social media. 
So you'll have more time left to create content and leverage it for your music. And there's organic versus paid growth. You can choose for the organic way, which usually takes longer. Or invest in advertising, paid advertising, and then you can grow much faster. Of course, there it it won't be as much time investment, but more a financial investment. But yeah, there are different ways to go about it. And I, but I do think it's important to learn about the best practices, the strategies, the latest trends, as I said. So you can have more impact in less time and actually have results. I think that's besides, you know, the fear of criticism and being insecure about becoming visible part, besides that part, I think that is one of the biggest reasons, the other big reason why artists struggle with social media. Because they're just winging it, basically, and not applying the strategies that actually get you traction online. And then, of course, I totally understand that it, it, it's demotivating if you're spending a lot of time on your content, but it's not really moving the needle. So knowing what works well and keeping up to date with the latest trends, because it does change every now and then. Um, Keeping up to date with the latest trends is really key. And I know that might sound like a lot of work. And honestly, you know, I've seen a lot of discussions online or should I say complaints, artists complaining that they feel like they're forced to be content creators nowadays before musicians and artists. And while I understand the frustration, there's a few things that I want to say in response to that. It's just what it is right now. You may not like it, but I would like you to view it as an opportunity. Because back in the day, you basically were dependent on traditional press and record labels to get your music out there, to build a fan base. And you had to be discovered, basically, which, you know, wasn't something that happened to everyone. But now you can do it yourself. You don't need some A&R to discover you. You have much more access, access to social media and promote promotion and blogs and whatever. You can cre- even create your own blog nowadays, your own podcast, your own radio show. There's so much opportunities and I believe that the internet creates a more level playing field. So instead of looking at the downsides, like, oh, I have to create video content or, you know, I don't want to, I don't like social media. I don't want to show my face or whatever it is. I want to invite you to look at the positives. The fact that the internet has really empowered artists. And if you get over the fact that you have to, that it's, it's a part of building a music business nowadays. Especially if you're a performing artist. <laughs> um... I mean, if you're, you know, writing for other people, then you're not really the face of the project. And I guess 
it then it works a little bit different with getting clients. But if you really need a fan base to build a fan base to have that visibility, then there's so many amazing opportunities on the internet. And you're just going to have to accept that that's part of building a music business nowadays. There's always, whatever career you're in, there are always going to be elements that maybe you don't enjoy that much. And if that's the case for you, if you're like, oh, social media or, you know, online promotion, not my thing. Try to look at it from a different perspective. You are an artist. Look at yourself as an artist in the broadest sense, the broadest meaning of the word. As an artist, as a musician, you are a storyteller. You are a creator. You basically are a content creator. And you can also use social media to complement your music and tell these stories You can choose the platform that works for you. Is it YouTube? Is it TikTok? And get excited about leveraging your music for all kinds of content. Video, images, texts, podcasts, whatever. You get to be in control. And if you right now are not enjoying content creation, think of how you can make it more fun. Maybe it will help you to work together with other people. Ask for help, get a videographer, get a friend who's creative and just have fun. Have fun with it. Whatever it is that you need to make it more enjoyable. And yeah, I think that's such an important, that's actually kind of like a, I don't know, like an aha moment that I had, like not that long ago, like as musicians, we are artists in the broadest sense of the word. Like if I speak for myself, I love to sing. I, I love music. I love songwriting. But I also love design. I also love writing like texts and things like that and being creative in that sense. I, I like to create stories on stories I noticed that so I think that goes for a lot of us artists that music is our preferred outlet but I want to invite you to just look at it as playing around playing around with different kinds of content that you can create around your music to tell an even more compelling story and pull people in and get people hooked to you and what you have to offer. Your story, your brand, your vibe, etc. You know, we literally have the whole world at our feet. Because of the internet. Millions of hearts that you can reach with your music. Millions of lives you can transform. So what are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? What am I waiting for? <laughs> Just talking about this, you know, lights a fire inside of me. I can feel it. And yesterday when I saw that graph and realized, oh my God, that 
is such a good reflection of how I treat my visibility with the ups and downs. I made a decision. From now on, I will prioritize my visibility on a consistent weekly basis. Even when I am in product development mode. And I want you to join me. So my question to you is, will you commit to working on your visibility and and reach on a weekly basis? If so, I want you to say a hell yes out out loud right now. I don't care where you are, even if you're in the supermarket or just walking on the street. Let the whole world hear it for my part. (laughs) I want you to wake up to your power. You've got so much to offer the world and you're not serving anyone by hiding or keeping yourself small or prioritizing the wrong things. Like besides your music, like creating your music, marketing is the most important part of building a career. I have no doubt about it. So it should be a priority. And for good marketing, you need visibility. All right. You've got this, okay? We've got this. And definitely make sure to keep listening to this podcast. Make sure to subscribe or follow the podcast on your favorite podcast. platform because I'm gonna help you with this (laughs) I'm gonna talk more about topics like this for sure also as always it would be great if you can share this episode in your stories or share the link with a fellow musician who you think would find value in it too talking about visibility this will help me (laughs) um, increase my visibility And if you're listening in the Spotify app, I would like to ask you to support the podcast by giving it five stars. And you can do that on the podcast main profile page in the Spotify app. And otherwise, a review on iTunes would be lovely as well. All of this helps me to help even more artists follow their purpose and build a sustainable music career. And if you haven't yet... In the show notes, in the description of this episode, you will find a link to download my ebook on how to simplify your music business and work with more joy and ease and have more success because of it. You'll find the link in the show notes. Go download it and I hope to see you again for the, or see you, what, how can I say that? I hope you'll tune in again for the next episode, which will be live in two weeks. And if I don't, I want you to be my accountability partner and message me on Instagram be like, or email me at info at businesscoachingforartists.com. Be like, hey, you said you committed to your visibility to have a new podcast up every two weeks and you miss you're not following through with it feel free to be my accountability partner (laughs) all right see you in two weeks much love